step on the accelerator pedal off and on and watch the sauna mix. On, off, on, off. It seems to be irregardless of the accelerator pedal, the brake, the clutch, it all does it. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's okay, you can just do it. It's just just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, Mark Scalia. Hey everybody, welcome to Radio, that was not Radio Voice, it was not ready, I'm sorry, That's, I'm still getting used to the new opening, like I was dead ready, and then I went, hey everybody, <laughs> welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, everybody, me and your wife, <laughs> I know, I know, I only got two listeners early this, but you know what, it's hot man, it's... And I hate the phrase hot as balls. I hate that. I hate that phrase, but it's it's hot as balls. <laughs> so I don't know. Oh yeah, there are more online. I've got uh, I got a bunch of people listening through my website currently. Um, because I've got my analytics going. So uh, first and foremost, welcome to Radio Irregardless. This is your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. And I am your host, and I'm sweating because I've got and I have the window open. So if we have sound issues tonight, fuck it. I don't know what to tell you. So we're going to have a good time. We're going to get through this. Me, you, and no air conditioning. Just, it's not going to happen. But if you're listening through uh, Mixler.com, that's our broadcasting site. Uh, and if you want to be part of the live live chat, that's uh, exactly the place you want to you want to go to. You want to go to that Mixler.com, sign in using a Facebook address and uh, or another email, and you can actually participate in the live chat so you can be part of the conversation because we're going to have a little fun. Uh, and right now, it's it's good. It's comfortable. It's There's only a few people listening, and it's, it's comfortable. It makes me... It's not a big crowd, uh, which is nice. And uh, if you're listening through my website, uh, MarkScalia.com, and again, you can just click the button, it'll shoot you over, or you can just be anonymous like you are, because uh, I'm looking at a bunch of people now who are listening to me. It's weird. I can look at people who are listening to me. That's fucking weird. Uh, if you want to listen tomorrow, you can, because uh, uh, we're available on iTunes, the archived show. Once we're done with the show, the show gets in the archive and then gets uploaded to iTunes. So you can listen that way. So all that being said, let's get some shit out of the way. And have a little happening now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? That's the when? Just now. We're it now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. And this week, a lot of things going on. A lot of things going on. And I'm going to go quick through because if I talk too much about them, it'll make me fucking nuts. First of all, Roger Goodell is a dick. <laughs> Let's just put that out there. 
And I know I'm biased because I'm from New England, and everybody around the country is like, boo-hoo, Tom Brady, boo-hoo. But the NFL is just a fucked-up system. I mean, this other one of the other players, a running back, they found a pound of weed in his car. He got suspended for two games. Brady fucked with the balls, allegedly, or as they say in Boston, allegedly messed with the balls and let like half a pound out. So, so apparently if there was a pound of weed in the ball, everything would have been fine. Don't fuck with the balls. Um, and that's crazy. And then another thing about Brady and the whole free Tom Brady, that's just, it's, let's, they're a bigger fish to fry. Let's just put it that way. Um, but it, they're all crazy. And the big thing is they say he destroyed his phone or had an assistant destroy his phone so that he wouldn't have to show his phone. He turned in like 10,000 text messages or something like that. I don't even have 10,000. Well, then again, I'm not Tom Brady. And, you know, I'm sure his wife's like, Tom, when you come home, bring him some milk. Yeah. <laughs> that See, I'd pay for those. I'd like to see the Tom Brady text between him. <laughs> between him and Giselle. Tom, would you bring him some milk? Yeah. Can you stop by 7-Eleven on your way home? Yeah, that, that is not a conversation that's happening. It's Tom Brady's text messaging. But he did not destroy his phone or had somebody destroy his phone. Apparently, what he did was he replaced his phone. <laughs> At least that's the story. He needs to stick it to it. He replaced his phone, not replaced, nah, not destroyed. Anyway, uh, and uh, it's it's next week. This is the last show of, of uh, July, and I'm trying my best to make it through and not put in the air conditioning. And it's tough, man, because it's, it's going to be hot again tomorrow. Fuck. So, and I've, uh, I, I mean, it's no secret. I haven't been working a lot. I actually did a, a show up in Salisbury on Tuesday night, went up to the Winter Circle and uh, yesterday, actually. I uh, had a great time up there, a lot of medical couple new comics and stuff like that and saw some old friends people i haven't seen in a while so it was really nice hanging out there but i haven't had a lot of shows if it's that summertime doldrum and this show is a result of me having downtime <laughs> but it was started because i had uh, a lot of downtime and i wanted to stay creative and uh the show uh well not as creative as i like to <laughs> or not as creative as it may uh, appear or it is as creative as it appears, <laughs> whatever. Um, but because things are getting a little slower, I'm I'm starting to get a little bit more creative, and I have a bunch of a big ideas. As I say, he's got big plans, big plans. Uh, so I got a lot of things coming down the pipeline, and I know um, I know you guys are going to be very excited about it. And I'll have all that stuff posted through the Facebook site, through Radio Regardless, through my website, and blah 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 blah. So. So yeah, I'm, I'm in it, because of the open mics and stuff like that. I, I still I'm working out. Like last night, I did a whole new five minutes. I did a whole brand new five minutes stuff I've never done before. It was it was kind of fun. It was a lot of fun. And of course, uh, I've saved. Uh, oh, Paul's. Oh, Paul's on. Paul's on. And Scott Rayo's on. Hey, everybody. So listening through Mixler right now is Karen, Brendan, Paul, and Scott. And uh, Scott just posted some uh, dinner on Blanc pictures. For those of you who don't know. Um, Apparently, uh, you have to wear all white, um, and uh, you can either wear the hood or no hood, apparently. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just, it's a dinner. Everybody wears white. It's kind of an impromptu. Nobody knows what's going to happen. It's like, um, uh, what do they call those things? Those uh, those dances that just break out for no fucking reason. Um, I don't know. <laughs> what do they call those? 
flash mobs. It's like a flash mob for dinner service. So, and Paul's driving back from uh, Salisbury with his children, and Brendan is probably reloading the gun because his show, This Is Why the Aliens Don't Come, he just wants to start shooting people. I know. Well, he I, he's not violent like that, but I don't know. Like, I just have enough stuff that makes me nuts. He has to do research for his show. <laughs> just going to kill somebody. Ugh. And Scott, uh, Scott, to have you, uh, good to have you back on and listening through that. Now, of course, my last subject, which is the most personal, and uh, I wanted to get to it. It's about this fucking dentist. Um, first of all, I had to stop seeing my dentist because they're not part of my coverage. But this guy is just insane. If you haven't heard, you probably have. But if you haven't heard, apparently this dentist from Minnesota apparently he's a hunter first of all you're in minnesota there's plenty of shit to kill there plenty of fucking shit to kill there and i'm not just talking about the inhabitants there's also animals beaver damn beaver <laughs> and um, wicked fucking damn beaver um but there's plenty of stuff to kill there apparently this guy goes to uh zimbabwe which you know minnesota zimbabwe that's i would not want to be the translator for either one of those fucking people you'd be like oh yeah do you know where i can find some things to shoot he'd be like oh, yeah, go. Hey, boy, boy. it's the same fucking thing it'll be completely <laughs> ridiculous but apparently he went to zimbabwe wanted to hunt a lion he's he relied on his guide long story short he killed a lion which you know first of all it's 2015 you don't why, what do you, you don't have to kill a fucking lion what do you want to kill a lion for it's just, so you could do it, and it's not like, you know, it's not like it's you and a bat and the lion's coming at you. Then I'd say, fuck that lion up. I would say that. But this guy just tracked it, which that's, you know, maybe 100 years that took skill, but it, not anymore. Besides, you're, in, you're just outside of reserve. So he killed it, and then he cut its head off, which, what? What? Like, you know, I can I can almost see making a, l a rug out of it or doing a whole taxidermy of the whole mount, but just the head makes no sense. Even Bullwinkle pulled an entire lion out of a fucking hat and go, both be the wrong head, and then put it back in. But this motherfucker is just, you know, and I guess he had to shut his practice down, which, why wouldn't you? <laughs> he is, they say he's the most hated man on the internet. Which, you know, is kind of cool. Because Donald Trump is running for president. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. And I, I don't mind. I don't mind the Don. I don't mind the Donner. <laughs> Donald Trump. Oh, fuck me. But it just, he's just... Uh, I just don't get it. Why do you want to kill a lion? Like, a lion, just to kill a lion makes no fucking sense. I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, this guy's going to, somebody's going to come after him. He's probably, and, and apparently, uh, because he killed the lion, and now Zimbabwe's like, oh, we didn't know. We didn't, anyway, we didn't know anything. So, and I don't know if that's an actual Zimbabwe accent. If you are from Zimbabwe, call me up and correct me, because I'm not sure. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm an American. I don't, wouldn't, I've never been to Zimbabwe because I'm not a dentist and I don't hunt. 
and uh, it's irrelevant to me in a political geopolitical structure. So, <laughs> not to be a dick about it, but really, um, so oh, we got stuff. I got to keep the window open tonight, guys. I'm very sorry, um, but uh, I don't know where was the fucking car distracted me. <laughs> but I want It's just I don't get it. I don't get it. And I just I was looking through a bunch of videos, and I saw these guys. They they hunted a mountain lion. Um, and they killed a mountain lion with a gun, just a handgun. And then, of course, you know, they're posing with it. That's the thing that bothers me more than anything, posing with it. Like, that's a big deal. You know who else poses with the people? Dahmer. He posed with people, you know. And if Snapchat was around, I'm sure that a bunch of pictures would have been of Dahmer holding two feet, smiling. And that's what it would have been. But I don't understand the whole posing with the thing you killed. To me, it doesn't make sense. You should have some remorse. I mean, even me, and I don't like humanity at all. If I, w- I would never pose with somebody. I've never gone to a wake, pulled out my phone, and then a selfie with the fucking corpse. I've never done that. So it makes absolutely no sense. So um, this guy, he's, he'd be happy if they put him in jail. But I don't know. Because apparently, if you fuck a kid, and the jail and the people know that you fucked a kid, they'll they'll kill you. But if you killed a lion, I don't know. You know, I don't know what the prison slang would be. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. But bitch, better have my money. That's all I know. So uh, that's a little food for thought, everybody. That's that's the uh, happening now monologue. And let's move it along. Let's do something a little different. We haven't done this in a little bit. Why don't we play a little cover me? What man? What? You want to play a little guy? What did I? What happened? Uh, how about some cover me? <laughs> uh, the heat's getting to me. Cover me, ladies and this is a song. This is a quick game I play, and I've only got a few tonight. Where I play a uh, a song that everybody kind of knows about, uh, and then you go, "Oh my God! Oh, I love that song!" And then you, go, "Oh, but did you know this is a cover?" So here's the first one, and of course, this is one of the most recognizable versions you might like to hear something from us yeah nice yeah and easy good job well, down in the i'd like to do that for you but there's one thing you see for the man. we never ever do nothing nice but and easy nothing easy <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, let's just get to it come on This is where everybody wants to hear. Working for the main every night and day. And I never lost one minute of sleep and worried about the way things might have been. Now that is tr- Proud Mary by Ike and Tina. Uh, don't slap me that hard, Turner. Uh, so, so that's what it is. But did you know the original? Did you know th- that was done in 1971? But did you know? Yes, correct. CCR. Credence. Clear rotter, clear rotter, rotter, rotter. <laughs> uh, Credence, clear rotter, revival. Credence, clear water, revival. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it's only two years earlier that Credence did it, which is weird. How about this one? From 2001.
nuclear rotter. Yes. I'm a believer. Yes, that was Smash Mouth, and it was actually featured in the Shrek movie. The original, yes, was almost 30. Let's see. The original came out in 1967. So if, and the other one, and the next one came out in 2001. Let's do the rough math. That would be the rough math. Uh, that would be uh, 34 years. The original. That's right. Here's one. Uh, this will actually make my wife very happy. She'll enjoy this one. From 1996. You give me that funny feeling in my tummy. Yeah. Anybody? All right, I'll save the time. That is Roller Love Roller Coaster by the Red Hot Chili Peppers in 1996. But the original came out in 1975, 21 years earlier, by the Ohio Players. It's like the longest intro, because people had more time then. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> yeah, you could just throw shit in like that. <laughs> there you go. So that's a little cover me. So thanks for playing that quick little thing. Uh, my sister wants to, buddy, I need to talk to this seven-year-old comedian. Uh, who's a seven-year-old comedian that I need to speak with? Because I've got my guest, and my guest is a very funny comedian, and he is not seven. <laughs> you going to respond to that? No? It's just going to be like that, is it? Is that how it's going to be? Nobody's going to respond? All right. You know something? Just, you know, just, you know, might as well just text me personally as far as that goes. I know my sister has, like, the worst delay ever, and I could talk to her. It, it'll take 15 minutes for her to get back to me for this question. And I don't have that kind of time. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take our first break. When we come back, we're going to hear from a, a very funny comedian who is not seven years old. I don't know how old he is. Um, but I know he's fairly, uh, he's, he may be seven years old, seven in the business. But we'll find out about from James Corbett when we come back. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. We'll be right back. gives out Christmas presents in July. He was born 18 weeks early. He'll ask for the bill after given a menu. He once finished the Focus T25 workout in four minutes. He is the most impatient man in the world. I don't often watch movies, but when I do, it's in fast forward. Guess what day it is? 
Guess what day it is, huh? Anybody? Come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. You know what today is? It's hump day. Woohoo! How happy are people listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia? Happier than a person with a hump on their back. Listen live every Wednesday to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. Hump day! To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your sweaty host. That sounds weird when I say it like that. And joining me via Skype is the very funny James Corbett, everybody. James. 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 What's going on, Mark? How are you? There he is. Hey, James. Uh, I'm I'm sweating, man. It's fucking hot as fuck out here. Dude, same. It's still it's still 80 degrees outside right now. Oh, that's you know, I we shouldn't complain because the snow from this past winter just melted like two weeks ago. That is so true. It's fucked. I, I said that I said that a while ago. I, I said give us about a month and we'll be it'll go from complaining about the snow to complaining about the heat. Yeah, like everybody's going People what what was that? <laughs> oh, no, sorry. No, no, sorry. Did I, something you know, attack you? A bit of a lag. <laughs> no, no, there's a bit of a bit of a delay right there. That's all. It's just oh, just weird with the uh with the audio. Oh, it's just sound yeah, like yeah, no, that, that's that's New England for you, you know. <laughs> it was so funny. It's not like Max Headroom. You're like, "Hey, I just want to <laughs> <laughs> this like I, uh, I never know what's gonna happen when I start this fucking show up on a Wednesday. I never do. But let's let's dispense with all that. J- James, how are you, my friend? I'm great, my man. I'm I'm glad they had me on. Thank you so much for calling. Yeah, it's uh, it's great because I know we've been chatting through Facebook, and I'm I don't know if we've ever worked together. No, that that's the thing is we we've never met face to face even. You we've know, never, I I know right. of you. I've I've heard about you a ton, and but I I've never had the the great fortune of being on stage with you or anything. Oh, any don't time, so. don't don't blow smoke on my ass. Come on, stop the shit. Would you? You're <laughs> you're on the show. You made it, kid. You made it. You're on the show. So. Uh, love it. No, but you, you um you're out in uh like you're in like Central Mass, right? No, I'm in uh, Salem, Mass, actually. Oh, is that okay? Okay, yeah, cool. I'm just cool. yeah, I'm just Even north. Better. Yeah, I'm just north doing nothing. Where are you out of? Um <laughs> unfortunately, That's I um, I've I've lived in Brockton my whole life. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm Yeah, it's a it's a rough <laughs> city, you know, but I uh Lynn South as we like to call it. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. Lynn South. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's exactly, that's exactly it, man. That's yeah. the demographic right there. You know? No, I, a, I love Brockton. It, it was a great place. Oh, no, I, I do too. Great place to grow up, you know, but once you're, you know, once you're an adult and you, you know, a thing or two about the way the world works, you're like, all right, I'm ready to go. You know, <laughs> I'm ready to so, go. Yeah, tw- 26 years was long enough, man. I'm, I'm ready to move out for a while. Oh, so you're 26. There we go. Now we, we figured out all that. So. Hey, the name uh, of the, yeah, the, the name of the show is Going Twelve Rounds with James Corbett. Do you know why the show is called <laughs> Going Twelve Rounds with James Corbett? Do Do I know? Yeah. Do you of know? Of course, wh- I know. I of course you're, you're talking about the the famous boxer, gentleman James Corbett. Gentleman Jim, you fucker. See, I decided I was. See, my shows are always labeled this little thing where I kind of have a little fun, but that's where Gentleman Jim. 
you know, the boxer, and maybe nobody even knew his last name was Corbett, but you have exactly his name. But it's James John. I do, well, yeah, yeah. The, the middle name's different. I'm, I'm James Patrick. Oh, James Pat. Oh, geez. Can you get more Irish than that? No, no kidding, right? And, and, <laughs> unless you're throwing a Mick in there or a Mac or a Dougal. <laughs> right? It's a great Mick name. So you're uh, you're you're still out of Brockton, or now you live in Central Mass? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, no. I I, um, I I thought you were out in Central Mass just because you would ask about the um, about the show out there, and uh, I th- so I thought you were cl- you were close by. Oh um, no, no, no! I know, you that, know that, that you yeah. That, yeah. And, and speaking of that, that's uh, that's uh, we'll just segue into that. That's a good little topic because you run a room called Owen O'Leary's because you don't want to stray too away from your heritage. What the fuck? That's funny. Um, <laughs> Owen O'Leary's <laughs> free comedy night in Southborough, and uh, what night is that? Uh, well, it's a it's a monthly show. Uh, we try to uh, right well monthly for now at least. You know, we're gonna try to get things going. Um, you know, if we can get get a good crowd going during the school year, you know, cause it's so close to Framingham state up there. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to, we'll try to do that. But right, right now it's the last Saturday of every month. We, we just had a show this past weekend. And so the next show will be Saturday, the 29th of August. Oh. And uh, that'll be a lot of fun. And I wanted to, I wanted to ask you to come out. Actually, I figured I would save that for the show. So I, oh. um, you know, I, I know you said that you typically work on Saturdays. Yeah. So I'm hoping that, maybe, you know, ho- hopefully maybe on a Saturday night, since you have a month's notice, you might be able to, to you know, to work something out and, you know, I'd, I'd love to have you down, you know, <laughs> You're, I'm not laughing at your request. Your, <laughs> your transmission is coming through where you're going, Whoa, it's, it's actually really, it's kind of funny in a way. It's like kind of almost, almost sexy in a uh-huh. way. And the weird thing is when I called you, <laughs> no, I called you and I said, uh, you were like, oh, I can't see you. And I went, no, no, it's just audio. And the response was, oh, I'm in the dark. And I'm like, how creepy <laughs> is that that you're expecting a Skype call in the dark? Yeah. Uh, no, no. I, again, again, I was just hanging out watching TV, you know? <laughs> who, who doesn't watch TV with the lights off? Uh, I, I, I guess. I, I don't know. Okay. No, I'm not, not going to judge. It's... <laughs> not gonna judge at all just i've done weirder stuff i mean to me it would be like if i had porn going but see that's obvious like if there's no lights and just the flicker of the of the you because you know you're watching porn when that happens unless it's like one in the morning and then you're like "Eh, maybe he's watching you know infomercials don't flicker so let's just say that (laughs) see 20 years ago you could watch tv at like one in the morning and it would flicker but now it's like eh, motherfuckers watching porn this was happening So we got off topic in a major way. So let's get back on your uh, Saturday nights. And um, I would, yeah. And I actually had the uh, last Saturday night off, uh, which was your last oh. 25th. I did. I've had, uh, I've had a couple things uh, kind of floating around, but, uh, but yeah, I'd love to come down. I did, you know, it's Southboro and it's not bad. I could do that. That'd be fun. I could do that. Yeah, it's it's a great little room, you know. There's not a whole lot going on around there, so on you know Saturday nights it tends to be a lot of you know a lot of people just wander in, you know. And how, it's um, how long you been it's running been it? Great. This this past Saturday was only this. Yeah, it's that that delay right there is killing us, right? But it, no, I. It is what it is. The, um, no, but anyway, the, um, I can work with it. <laughs> no, I can. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm trying. I'm trying. I feel like I'm failing though. No, no. 
See, you know, and I get explain, but but I get explain to the listeners. The reason James actually uh, wants to have it good is he actually does a podcast. He's a co-host of a of a podcast called Attention Deficit, which is on Stitcher and iTunes that you can download. So he's kind of a he's like, oh Jesus, <laughs> I can't. I'm doing a live, you know, thing, and I sound like you know, you know, I garbled, but. But yeah, right, right. Yes. But no, I, you sound I gotta good. tell you, man, I um I'm so impressed that you, you know you do everything live. You know, that that is really tough to do, man. You know, yeah, I, not, I not love a, doing uh, it live. Not easy go, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean I I sometimes want to clean up the audio, but I I don't play with it unless I go too long and then I'll cut out you know, I cut out a lot of the ahs and uh, and uh, and mostly for my guests because I've never said um ah <laughs> not, <laughs> not on this show. <laughs> Anyway, so you got oh, that yeah. you got that going on. Now, when when do you, when did you start doing stand up? Um, I I actually just had my uh, just celebrated my three year anniversary uh, this past May. Oh, con- my uh, my first time on stage was May, I, b- I believe it was May twenty third, and it was in two thousand twelve. Nice. What was your? Uh, oh, we'll get into that a bit later. So, um, what got you started? What made you want to start doing stand up? Uh, you, oh man, you know, it's, I feel like it sounds so cliche, right? You know, cause I'm such a comedy nerd and I, I listen to every, every conversation I can, you know, when, when a comedian's speaking. Right. But, um, well, I mean, I just, it's one of those things where, you know, you know, you, you watch it so much and it's, it can be, you know, it can be a form of an escape for a lot of people, which I think it was for me, you know, and I, uh, I still remember, I remember the, the night that I fell in love with stand up comedy. I was like nine years old and um, I, I used to I used to sneak downstairs to watch TV a lot in my house just for whatever reason. I, you know, I just would always uh, just be up late, you know, even even as a little kid. And I, I snuck out, you know, snuck down one night and I was watching. Um, it was Chris Rock's uh, first special, uh, Never Scared. And um, and he, he told a joke about Mary Barry uh, smoking crack. And then and then the punchline <laughs> was. He's like, he's like, Marion Barry was the, he was the mayor of DC. He got caught smoking crack, and then they gave him his job back. And then the punchline is, you can't get caught smoking crack at McDonald's and get your job back. <laughs> and I remember, I just being from Brock, and you know, when when you're a kid, it's it's one of those weird things that ends up in your vocabulary. But out on the playground as a nine year old, you know, we'd be like, oh, you know, stop acting like a crackhead, you know, <laughs> oh, oh you, you're being a you're being a crackhead today, cut it out, you know. And I just remember at the time. I understood the joke. I was like, oh, like a, a crackhead is a drug user. And, you know, I, I, it just it all came together for me. And I, I understood it was the first time I ever got a joke. You know what I mean? Oh, fun. And it just it. Uh, yeah, it, it was a powerful moment, dude. You know, and, and, and uh, again, it sounds cliche and kind of corny at this point, I feel like. But that's that's what it was, man. I ever since then, I, I just had that thought in the back of my mind. I want to do that. I no, want to be that, able to do that. That's a great moment. A lot of people don't have that, you know, can't pinpoint that exact moment and you can. So that's, that's cool, man. Yeah. Don't uh, yeah. Worry. No, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Some people just go. So what about, uh, what about you though? Uh, how, how long have you been doing comedy? Oh, geez. I don't want to talk about me on the show. I've been doing comedy for 25 years and I just celebrated my 25th year last Sunday. <laughs> nice, dude. But, nice. Yeah. So I've been doing comedy oh, as, as long as you've been alive, which... <laughs> Wow! No, <laughs> no kid. That's a like, great way to put that. That's you so were, true. You were pooping in your oh. dappers. <laughs> See, right? That's why I don't want to no, go through it. No but, wonder. But I'm not. That's why you're so so smooth. You got years of practice, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking. Yeah, have you heard this broadcast before? <laughs> this is not smooth. <laughs> 
this is this is a oh, fuck up on. every week that I tape. <laughs> That's all this is. <laughs> it's it's just me having a little I mean, fun. Hey, you got your, uh, you got your, yeah, oh no, like of course, you know. But you seem uh, you you got a, a little sponsorship and stuff, right? You, you're gonna be you've been attracting a little bit of uh, a little attention at least, right? Um, yeah, my my wife advertises on the show. Oh, is that what it, is that what the commercial was? It was for your wife? Oh no, the first commercial. No, that was uh for yeah. no, those are parody commercials. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. It's this. I was only half paying attention. Okay. He gives out Christmas presents in July. (laughs) It's me. It's just me doing the promo. Yeah. You think you Hold on a second. You mean... Yeah, no, I didn't even catch that. I I didn't even catch that the first time around. That's hilarious. (laughs) You think Dos Equis is endorsing me as well as Geico? I, I, I like I said I was only half listening, oh. so I, I I didn't I didn't hear the uh, like the the music or well, anything, you know. If if, uh, if wasn't fully, I was just just, just waiting for my cue. <laughs> if Geico and and Dosecchi's was sponsoring me, I would have mailed you a cell phone and then called you on it. <laughs> <laughs> right, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you should have. I heard a uh, I heard a number the other day that was thrown out. Uh, someone. Someone who's friends with a you know a fairly uh, you know a fairly prominent name in the you know the comedy industry. He was telling me that he was he was talking to his buddy, and he said that one of it he has a sponsorship from a really big you know really well known company that I, I'm not going to name, but uh, you know the, this really you know this really big company sponsors the show, and every week that they do a promo for this company, they get a check for seven thousand dollars. Nice. That's that's ridiculous, man. Yeah, that's um, what you know. I would like a that, check that's for when you know you seven. Seven would be good. <laughs> seven dollars <laughs> would be good. <laughs> it it costs right, it costs me money to do the uh, show, and it's not even a lot of money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No. No. Exactly. I I I know what you mean, man. Uh, Especially you. Uh, you got a legit setup there going. You know, you're live and everything. That's that's like I said. That's tough to do, dude. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't. It's not. People like to. Uh, I don't know. The podcasting, I guess, is it's free, you know, to consume, yeah. but to produce it and, you know, put the content out there. It actually isn't, you know, it does cost, it sets people back a little bit of money, you know? Yeah, the, so. the, the, pod, the podcasting site that I found is actually very good, and I just use it as a hoster, and uh, Podcast Garden is really good, and Podomatic is phenomenal, but they only let you have so many episodes, and then it's like, it's like ridiculous the amount of money that they charge for storage yeah so wow wow yeah but yeah it's it's just a crazy thing and i didn't archive like when i was doing live shows i didn't have the archive shows out for the first year you could not listen to a previous episode you had to listen live and that's kind of yeah really wow okay wow and so so who are you using now uh i think i'm using podcast garden i think I don't want to open up my Google okay. Chrome because people okay. people call me to hang up. Uh, I I use a service called Buzzsprout, and that's uh. That's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one too. That's a really yeah, good yeah. One. I, I um I never even I because I Buzzsprout was the first you know company that or, you know the first platform that I worked with, so I I never heard of um you know people you, that people not letting you store your previous episodes. That's ridiculous. Well, you know? well like, how how do they expect that to work? Well, the uh, because I broadcast through a uh, through Mixler, the, you can as soon as you broadcast, it stays there. Like I could leave all my shows up on that site; it would have been fine. 
but then the traffic would go to the site, not to me. So that's what I'm tr- I was trying to do. And at least with like uh, iTunes or something like that, you can you can really it doesn't go to the website. Like you don't necessarily right, have to right. go to the hosting website because of iTunes. You can download it, and then all your analytics still come through anyway. So, but how about how about uh, your show? How long have you been doing uh, attention deficit? Your uh, show. That's a that's a brand new show, really. Uh, the we started it uh, the actually the very beginning of this year. the The first episode we did was the first week of January two thousand fifteen. Oh, nice! Congratulations, and so, you you're a co-host, yeah, no, right? Thank- so, uh, what was that? You're a co-host. Uh, yes, I, I, I co-hosted with my buddy Joe Buckley. Uh, he's another Brocktonian, a, a kid that I've known a, a long, long time. And uh, you know, we we hung out together and we were buddies long before comedy. And now we, um, you know, we do stand up and we we try to you know write together and we uh, host the show every week. Very cool. And you know, and I'll and I'll tell you this, uh, guys, if you're listening, hopefully you are, because I can see you. I'm still looking at you through my website. I'm stalking you. Um, you can go to uh, you can go to James Cobert's website. Uh, well, not his website technically. You can you can visit him on Twitter and Instagram. And again, I've had this conversation. Instagram, I don't get the pictures thing. But anyway, it's James Got Jokes. You know, it's the and or the at at James James Got Jokes uh, on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to see what he's up to, f- uh, uh, free stalk him via Facebook. He's at James Corbett. Corbett, actually, you've been brought on stage as Corbett and, and Corbin. Your name, you're, you would think your last name is only—it's seven letters. How fuck it up? But people mispronounce your intro. I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't really, man. Yeah, Corbett, Corbett. It's you know whatever. It doesn't bother me much, you know. It's <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm I'm not picky about that kind of stuff. I'm just. I'm one of those guys. I'm like, I'm just happy to be here. You know, I'm just, I just, I just love it so much. I just enjoy the time. You know, I try yeah. not to get hung up on. I know people that do that. Do that you know, that oh, should I, uh, you know, should we have a, st- should I have a stage name? Should I, you know, should I do this? Should I do that? And I, I you know, just a lot of, uh, I got the one, uh, one. Do you know RDP at all? RDP, no. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, the, he's the one guy. Is he the Demolis guy? I gotta, I gotta, is it? Is he the uh, Demolis guy? Is he? Um, no, no, no. He, he's um, <laughs> it's already he's, he's a real young. Sorry. What, what was that? It's already who? Uh, the Demolis guy is already T. I think the guy who. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Stop. My wife is downstairs just, laughing. Yeah, de, <laughs> Demolis. Uh, you mean you mean Demolis like market basket? Yes. Right? Yes. It's it's a long way to go. Okay. Yeah, the okay, heat's okay, getting right. to me. So yes, finish yeah, yeah. your story. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, but he. he He's the one guy that I'll give it to because he he goes by RDP, but his um it's his last name is so incredibly difficult to pronounce. It's it's hysterical. If if you if you saw it written down, you would you would seriously just laugh. You yeah, know? you'd be like, "This is a joke. That's not somebody's name." Well, there was a it's hysterical. There was, but if, there was Chris D. Kissed Chris D. Metrocopolis. Uh, great. Uh, literally, okay. had he's got like twenty seven letters in his entire name. First, middle, and, and wow. last, um, and he went by Chris right. D for a long time. So, but then everybody started, you know, figuring out how to say his last name. And then I was like, "Dude, don't go with Chris D anymore. Go with Dimitriopoulos." It just, you know, right, right. Because once you, you know, it's a hook. It's like Galifianakis. Once they can pronounce it, it's fucking over. It's right. you, they, then you own and it. You know, it's exactly. 
Yeah, it's one of those things now too. Like those those names that you know those exotic type names, people that you know people before. You know, I feel like in the eighties and early nineties, you know, the way the industry was, people would you know have a stage name or a, you know a you know an acting pseudonym or whatever it is. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And um and now it's you know people embrace the shit out of that. They're like, yeah, this is my fucking name. Learn how to pronounce <laughs> it correctly, bitch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and speaking of pronouncing it right, bitch, here's what we're going to do, James. We're going to take our second break, and when we come back, I'm going to play a quick game with you, and we're going to see how the technology handles uh, the, the game. So we'll see what we can do. You're listening to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back. The Arabic Weather Report is brought to you by V8. Make sure you pick up enough V8 for Ramadan. You don't want to say, oh, I could have jihad a V8. I hope you are enjoying this Arab spring. Temperatures will remain cool tonight and there will be no ISIS on the road (laughs) because it's too warm. But really, be careful. It's pretty dangerous out there. Tomorrow is Throwback Thursday where we all wish we were back in Palestine. This has been the Arabic Weather Report. Hi, I'm Sean Tumblety and I'm listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. And I'm a fucking family man, so you should be like me and bring your family around the internet and listen to a fantastic fucking show. <laughs> and you're back at Radio We're Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And that was last week's guest, James, uh, sorry, Sean Tumblety, another Irish boy, another good Irish boy with his fucking family, <laughs> man. There you go. So, James, uh, yeah, that was much louder. I'm sorry. Like, the volumes are... I'm trying not to mess with the volumes too much, um, but uh, it's just messing around. So here's what we're going to do. And I play an audio game with uh, with my guests all the time, kind of just, you know, zinging them here and there. And uh, here's what I'm going to do. And I've only played this a couple times with, like... W- actually, I've only played it once with two guests on my very first show and then just recently. But I'm going to play a game with you called Foreign Offensive. Hi. Can you Americans speak any other language than English? <laughs> this is where I play a, cl- a movie clip of somebody doing a bad accent. Um, and you have to guess one of the following. Um, I, make, I can help you with the actor and possibly the movie, but you must guess the country under which the accent comes from. <laughs> oh, and, oh and, I like this. And most of these are bad. Like they're bad accents. They're not done well. They're they're <laughs> either over the top or they're incomplete. Um and if you get it right, you get a really cool sound. And if you get it wrong, you get an even cooler sound. So try not to get it wrong. Now, you and I are speaking through Skype, and with the delay, that's very uh, like it sounds like I'm talking to the Hitchbot all of a sudden. Um, it's a bar, bar, bar. Uh, so it's Max Headroom. But you and I are speaking virtually uh, simultaneously or instantaneously. But the listeners may be experiencing a delay through their internet. So there are more of them than of you. There are currently six people listening on Mixler. And they can all type in the uh, their guess, but you can just say it. So it's a much faster process for you. So the the odds are stocked in your favor, but you do have an advantage. So um, do you understand the rules as I've poorly explained them to you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna play the first one, and all you're gonna do is name the country slash state. And I will say that 
country or state. And of course, the United States is, if it's, you know, then it would be a dialect, blah, blah, blah. It's a different subject. But it's either an accent or a dialect, and you have to guess the place under which it's from. Here's the first one. This is your opportunity For here. you. Playing football in West Canaan may have been the opportunity of your lifetime. But I don't want your life. <laughs> it's fucking, it's <laughs> fucking terrible. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. That's from uh, Varsity Blues. And all you got to do is guess the uh, the accent. Uh, I could have guessed. I love that movie, man. That's a great film. And um, the accent, uh, Varsity Blues, is a movie about Texas football. James Vanderbeek is supposed to be a Texas high school quarterback. So would we be Texas? Would that be what you're saying? That Texas is my final answer, Mark. Texas is your final answer? Me. We? We? Okay, I'll give you a better one than that because this was... Uh, C. Uh, correcto. <laughs> correcto. There we go. <laughs> uh, correcto. So that's the first nice. one. So you have won against their nothing. Nobody even bothered to type. I don't understand. Uh, so you get the first one, oh, correcto. Wow. So let's try this. Let's try Done. There we go. Uh, here's the second one. This one's a little trickier. No sailors have been given such a boat. No sailors have been given such a boat. <laughs> no sailors what? have been given such a boat. <laughs> I had to cut it down because oh, wow. he, he mentions the movie and the country it's from, so he can't do it. I'll give you a hint. That's Harrison oh, Ford doing no. it. That's Harrison Ford. It's Harrison, it's Harrison Ford. That's Harrison Ford. Oh, wow. You know what? Uh... <laughs> I have no clue what movie that is. I'm going to guess that's one of those early 90s Harrison Ford movies like Clear and Present Danger that I haven't seen. Close, yeah. But it's not Clear and Present Danger. He actually plays kind of a bad guy. He plays kind of a bad guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, again, I've never seen seen Clear and Present Danger, and I've never seen the... uh, uh, you know what? It doesn't matter because I have no idea where he's supposed to be <laughs> allegedly from. That that is so weird. It, <laughs> I had to figure out what oh, you were man. saying. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a curveball. What, what, what? Wait, what's that? You have to figure out what I was saying. Yeah, because your delay started going like this, and then it picked up again. <laughs> oh, it did kind of slow down on you for a second. Yes. It could be the yeah, internet. Maybe it is. Maybe it's the internet. Uh, but nobody's typed in anything okay. yet, so you still get a shot at it. I, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm. Can you play it one more time? No sailors have been given such a boat. No sailors have been. It's from the movie K nineteen, The Widowmaker. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, so now, all right. Now the country. Uh, so. I'm going to, all right, that one, I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess Russia. Russia. Uh, See, uh, correcto. Correcto. No way. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. All right, this one's the tricky one. I really got that one right? You did. Yes, it's Russian. Wow. Harrison Ford doing a Russian accent. And now everybody's typing. I've never seen that movie. Nobody's seen that movie. Harrison Ford. It, Harrison Ford hasn't even seen that. And by the way, Harrison Ford, where well, you can get a Mustang for twenty nine ninety nine, no money down. Anyway, is the last one. Oh, what, uh, ladies and gents, 
Comical poem, suitable for the occasion, extemporized and thought up before your very eyes. That's a tough one. Play it again. All right, ladies and gents. Comical poem, suitable for the occasion, extemporized and thought up before your very eyes. <laughs> All right, Scalia, I'm about to blow your mind. Okay, here we go. Is that from Mary Poppins? It is. Okay. Now that accent. Yeah. I want to say it. I want to say they call that the Cockney accent. And you would be right. We. We. <laughs> you got oh, it right. Yeah. Three for three. That has not happened in such a long time. And since you got three for three, I'm not even going to go. I'm going to go from this. Right. Oh, you know what I didn't do? Oh, I'm glad I figured that out quickly. Oh, I got to do this because I did not put your promo in the thing. So hold on a second. And then I'll get to play the wonderful thing. This is what you get when the heat is on. Uh, 7A. (laughs) 7A. Let's do this. Third break. There we go. And perfect. You got all three in a row. You have no. My audience have not been smoked in a very long time, so you get this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's that's glorious right there, James Corbett. You killed it. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take our third and final break. When we come back, uh, we're going to ask James the three questions I ask of all my guests, and we're going to find out what he's got coming up. You are listening to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or co-workers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Irregardless hotline at 978-219-9294. Everybody here is on social media, right? Like that Facebook, yeah, Facebook has absolutely invaded everybody's privacy. There's a couple things that crack me up about social media. You know, I, I was out of work for a little while, sitting at home on my ass doing nothing, but, you know, scrolling Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that. See it like a girl on Instagram or something, you know? She posts a picture. It's obviously just a picture of her boobs, you know? But the caption, you know, she thinks she's slick. The caption says, oh, my God, I love this necklace. You know? and you can, the, the thing's, like, crushed between her cleavage. You can't even see it, you know? And it's, I'm like, oh, like, we know what you're doing, you know? And you're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and still on the Skype line, sweating. He's sweating in a car. I'm sweating in my studio. Uh, James Corbett, and that was a sampling of some of his act. And again, you can uh, visit him. Uh, you can free stalk him through Twitter and Instagram at, or is it Twitter and Instagram at, I want to say at, at, 
but it's fucking, it's not that. You can visit him for the Twitter or Instagram. He's at James Got Jokes, and uh, he's also on Facebook at James Gobert. So, James, before we let you go and before we find out what you got uh, coming up during the week uh, and the upcoming things, I would love to find out. Uh, the, I asked this of all my uh, all my guests. Please tell us about your first time on stage, your best time on stage, and of course, your worst time on stage. Okay, okay. Um, my uh, my first time on stage was really. I, I don't. I, I think it was kind of an anomaly. I, I guess. Like I, I really. Had, I started. I started doing comedy. I feel like kind of late. I didn't get on stage until I was twenty three years old. So, uh, I, um, you know, I, I just feel like that was kind of late to start and I had, I had wanted to do it for a while. And so I think, I feel like I really hit the ground running and I had, I had a, I had a solid five minutes that I, I knew, you know, I, I had it timed out. I knew everywhere that I was going to get up there and say, so there was no, you know, there was no worried about, uh, oh, I only have two minutes of material and I didn't realize it until I got behind the mic, you know, which, uh, <laughs> I feel like a lot of people have that problem and I didn't. So I, I think I hit the ground running and I had a, um, I had a really good set. I, I hate to, you know, kind of chew my own horn, you know, but I, the first night on stage, I, I did pretty well. You know, it was, uh, it was unexpected. You know, my, a couple of my buddies were impressed and even, uh, even Lenny Clark's brother, uh, Mike, who, Oh, Mike yeah. Clark owns the room that I did the first time, uh, Giggles, up in Saugus. And nice. um, and even even Mike had said, he's like, oh, he's like, hey, uh, you know, how long have you been doing comedy? And I was like, oh, that's my first time on stage. And he was like, oh, wow. He's like, well, th- that was great, man. You know, good job, you know. And nice. um, it just, again, I, I felt like I, I lucked out, you know. And um, and of course, I've bombed plenty of times since then. So, you know, <laughs> don't think that I'm trying to trying to uh, write myself off of some kind of uh, diamond in the rough out here, you know. <laughs> so that was... So that's your first time at Giggles, which is fantastic, and you had a good set. Yeah. Now tell us about your best set. Yes. Tell us about, and just maybe, maybe you've had a bunch of bests, but see if you can narrow down the best best. Ah, uh, the the best best is definitely, definitely one of the sets that I did at the comedy studio in Cambridge. A room that I'm sure you're very familiar with. Uh, yeah, I uh, I have this conversation with a few of my guests. Never been one of my favorite rooms, only because Cambridge is not one of my favorite towns. I've never done very well there. Uh, I should say in Harvard Square. When Akua Koo was running, okay. uh, it was a much better show for me. But yeah, I get it. But yeah, okay. the studio is All a right, good yeah, room. No. Just just not for me. It's not a great room. I know. I, I hear you. I hear you. I, um, yeah, for, yeah, for whatever reason, the studio is just like my my little uh my little mecca you know yeah it was uh it was really important for me to get in at the studio i, I really you know wanted to start getting sets there and everything and it was a it was a big deal you know when uh when everything you know happened and i finally started to do to do time over there and it, it's just the room that um it's the room that i'm most comfortable in so i you know the the best uh all right you know what actually i take that back mark the best night i ever had on stage was at the old dick darty's comedy vault Okay, when it was in Reming, when it was in Remington's over oh, yeah. there. Oh yeah. Okay, so I I did a show at the vault one night, and uh and you know we had uh we had been I I I went out with my buddies all day. It was it was a Sunday night show, and I went out with my buddies all day, and we had watched some football. We had been drinking heavily, and <laughs> you know such and such, and uh and so I went to the uh I went to the show that night, and I was I was pretty tuned up, you know. 
And uh, so I, I, uh, I got on stage and I did my thing and I was just so loose and just so fluid because I was, you know, pretty drunk, but not, you know, not hammered enough that I was, you know, falling all over myself and, you know, stumbling on my words or anything like that. Yeah. I just I went up there and I the, I had a I had a, a tight five minute set that I had been doing for a while and I just knew exactly what I had to say. And it, it was like a it's a reflex at that point, you know. And I was just, I was so loose from hanging out with my buddies all day and just being in a great mood and drinking. And, um, I remember, I remember I went up that night and just, you know, tore the room apart and all my buddies, you know, after the show, they're like, Oh my God, dude, that was hysterical. You know, and everyone's all hammered and, you know, jumping on me and stuff like that. And, uh, that was, that was just one of, you know, it's one of the, the best nights I've ever had doing comedy so far, you know? Nice. Yeah. the That room can be fantastic. And <laughs> I mean, you're, if you've been drinking a little bit, sometimes those are the best things to have. Are you getting Insta Twitter? Is that is that what's happening? I've had it. No, can you hear that? Yeah, I can totally hear that. Well, it's really sometimes when you start talking and then you go like this, and then you come right back up and start talking again. So I'm just. Let me, oh wow! Uh, yeah, no, no, what it was, I just, <laughs> just got a text. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. So I'll tell you what. Okay, before right. we leave trans, before we lose transmission completely. Now that you've told us about your best time, now that you've told us about your first time, now you have to tell us about your worst time. Oh man! <laughs> Which is usually the best story. There's a yeah. There's a few different ones, you know. That, that everyone's had a few real bad, you know, bombing situations. Mm -hmm. And for me, what what I you know I, I I can I can I can still bomb. You know, I can go on stage and do you know, do five minutes and have two jokes land out of, you know, uh, out of eight jokes. And I still, I'm not happy with, you know, I'm not happy with that. If, you know, I, so I, I don't know. I, you know, bombing for me is uh, I'll go up and I'm, you know, I'll be like, Oh, I, I kind of bombed tonight and people, maybe they're just being nice, but they'll be like, Oh yeah, I don't know. That wasn't so bad or, you know, whatever. But so I, I feel like I've, I feel like I've bombed a lot, but, but what I would you know, a real bad bombing set is when nothing lands, you know, when, well, it, it I'm, could I'm be, sure you've, it could you've be had a silent the, five minutes. Right. But it also could be the venue sucked or the drive sucked. It, you know, Oh no, no, for, for sure. Whatever it is, it comes into play that, that makes you bomb. whatever it is. But, but well, you know, when I say bomb, I mean, I mean, real, real bad, you know, I, I'm, I'm talking, I had a, a terrible, if I say I bombed, I, you know, I had a real, you know, real bad set. And, and so that's what I mean, you know, that's what I mean when you go up there for five minutes and it's totally silent, you know, and that, that typically happens in a, in a room where it's a new room and you, you know, you've never been there before and, you, and your material might not, uh, you know, might not work. And, and then the, the, the time that I'm thinking about is, um, <laughs> is over, was over at the Middle East. Uh, also, also in Cambridge, actually, uh -huh. <laughs> you, uh, you know, that room at all. I know the Middle East as well. Yeah, so the, the Middle East is the, the bombing situation that I'm thinking of is is the Middle East when I was up there for five minutes. Oh, do me fair, do me do me fair, James. We're actually broadcasting on the internet, so please don't say Middle East and bomb in the same sentence, just in case. Any, <laughs> just in case, because you never know. I mean, there's a fucking dentist who kills lions, and you know, I never know. This is a little mixy pixie little fucking show, and all of a sudden, you know, Big Brother's investigating me, so. So I'm oh sorry. Oh my god, that's <laughs> so, hysterical. So you didn't have a great set at the Middle East. <laughs> and uh, and, and that's that's the night I'm thinking of in particular is is I went up there and again it was it was 5 minutes of silence. And uh, I remember looking at uh 
you know, my, my buddies that host the room, uh, John Paul and, and Rob, uh, you know, looking at them and they're just kind of, you know, kind of giving me the, you know, a couple pity smirks and, you know, it, it just, it was, it was a rough, rough night. You know, one of those nights when you get off stage and you, it makes you question, which, which is also inevitable about comedy is you're going to question several times whether or not you really belong doing this. Yeah. Especially. And in the that's first one of those years. nights. Yeah. Yeah, but you're still at it, so you're still doing it. Didn't discourage you that much. You just got to remember your no, first night I, of giggles. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I don't know. I decided that uh, I, I'm, I'm in it for the long haul. I, I can't, you know, I can't stop. Good. I got to keep going with it for sure. No, that is, that's just, that's fantastic. And you know, some, I hope we do get to work together soon. And before, uh, before we let you go, what do you got coming up? Any big shows? Anything you want to promote? Let my listeners know or. And then the, uh, of course, the iTunes uh, listeners. Anything? No, yeah, yeah. The, um, the I actually, uh, I mean, I, I just, um, I came off a pretty good run of, uh, of shows. Just ending uh, this past Saturday with my show out in, um, out in Southboro. And the month of August for me right now is completely dead until the end of August, until the, uh, till the next show over at Owens. Mm, so yeah. I, um, I, I don't have anything. Uh, you know, I'm always out. Um, I always, you know, I hit. Uh, at stadium every Tuesday over in Quincy. Uh, you know, I do, I do time there when I can. I, I make it to uh, wonder bar in Austin every Thursday. There's a great show over there. But as far as, you know, like, um, you know, the, uh, the studio and laugh Boston and the places I, I typically do, I have nothing right now for the month of August. It's a, it's a dead month yeah. until, um, until the 29th, uh, which is the, the next Owen O'Leary's free comedy show, uh, which is a great time. Anybody who's, um, who's around the greater Boston area at all, and you want to see uh, again? Admission is totally free, and the comics are totally legit. You know, everybody gets paid for their time to be there, and it's a lot of fun. And it's a, it's a great show. It's it's absolutely a bargain for zero dollars. So if you're around and you want to check that out, come out on the 29th of August at 9 p.m. and we'll be happy to set you up with some laughter. And that's at uh, O'Leary's. Do I say it? That's uh, yeah, Owen O'Leary's. Owen O'Leary's. Uh, yeah, Owen O'Leary's. And- Do you really need the Owen? <laughs> <laughs> it's got kind of implied, right? There's a, there's a, oh, no, it, it actually uh, sounds like you're drunk just pronouncing the name. Oh, no, Larry's. It's oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, yeah. Larry's. <laughs> oh, man. You, you got a great Irish accent there. Oh, there's a ton of different bro. No, I do a, a bunch of different things in my act. So, oh, he's putting it. He's got to put on the air conditioner. But James, I'll tell you what. Uh, <laughs> put on the air conditioner to get cool. It's been great having you on the show, man. Uh, oh, I just clicked the wrong fucking thing. There we go. Um, it's been great having you on the show. I definitely hope we get to uh, we get to work together very soon. Absolutely, Mark. Man, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure talking to you. I hope to uh, hope to get on stage with you sometime soon. Yeah. I hope to uh, I hope to get you on attention deficit sometime soon too. We'll we'll have to talk, we'll have to talk about that. I will, yeah. I'll be in touch for we'll, sure. We'll definitely do that, ladies and gentlemen. Please sending him out into the atmosphere with his AC, James Corbett. Everybody, we'll talk to you soon, man. Have a good night. Take it easy, buddy. Bye bye. James Corbett, everybody. Fun guest. A lot of fun. We had a ton of fun, fun, a ton of fun with him. So uh, here's what I'm going to do because uh, my pants have melted off completely. Actually, I'm sorry. I have no ass, which is awesome um, because I've been trying to lose weight. But unfortunately, I've got actually no lower body. He did sound like he was, he sounded like a robot, didn't he? He sounded like a fucking robot towards the end. Uh, but here's what I got going on, guys. Hey, um, this is, again, I'm, a, uh, I'm an off weekend. I have an off weekend, and uh, I'm going to try to do a bunch of stuff. 
Uh, I'm always trying to uh, get to work. So, as always, uh, if you want to be a sponsor, if you want to be, uh, you want to give, you want to call up Radio War regardless. And thank you guys. Uh, and Paul, I did see the Cambridge hasn't forgiven us, and since our drive-by spree, yes, and I remember that. We would just run through Cambridge screaming, "I'm on fire! I'm on fire!" And we'd be walking, and nobody would even look at us. But yeah, I got this. Uh, I got this weekend off, so I'm gonna do some writing and maybe do some. Um, uh, banging into some uh, some pro rooms on the weekend, see what I can do. But if you want to be on the show, you want to be a sponsor, you want to call in, leave a promo, everything's all well and good. Uh, Radio Irregardless at gmail.com. You can actually call the hotline 219-978-219-9294. And as always, hey, next week we're going to be off, but we're catching up. It's going to be AD's show. Two weeks. We'll see you guys. This has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. Your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuis. All material and content property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2015. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening. Radio Irregardless.